It's time for Girls in Golf Podcast with your favorite hosts, Lex and Sarah. Ladies, when you're ready. Thanks, Chris. Welcome to Girls in Golf. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This podcast is part of the Callaway Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your pods. Lex and Sarah here in studio, and we're really excited because today we get to announce another LPGA staffer. Mm -hmm. So we have Andrea Lee from Stanford, Mm -hmm. and the really exciting thing about her is she's actually foregoing her last season of college golf in order to turn pro. So, uh, Let's check out that in an interview with Andrea. Joining us now on Girls in Golf is Andrea Lee. Andrea, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Um, Sarah and I are so happy to talk to you. Um, For those of you that don't know, Andrea's got a pretty um, impressive resume for not even having like fully graduated college yet. She's participated in three U.S. Opens. She was a semifinalist at um, the Women's Amateur. She's been a part of the Stanford golf team, and she um, led the World Amateur Golf Ranking this year. No big deal. Very right, impressive. Yeah, yeah, pretty impressive. Quite a list. I cannot say that Sarah and I have a golf resume like that <laughs> at all. We've, Ours is probably like one bullet point, and it's we very participation underwhelming. Events. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we're super excited to announce that you're part of Team Callaway now. Um, as a member of the Stanford team, you've played our gear for um, a couple of years, but what made you decide to turn pro? Yeah, um, I mean, it was it was a tough decision um, to leave Stanford, you know, a couple quarters early and not finish out with the team. Um, but I think, you know, I just felt that my game was ready for the next level and I've uh, been pretty consistent at the junior and amateur level and in college as well. So um, I'm just really excited to take that next step into professional golf and, um, you know, hopefully become you know, one of the best out there. Nice. So now that you are taking the step, what does your schedule look like now that you're finishing your degree um, and playing simultaneously? Did I say that right? Simultane- yeah, I have. Uh, simultaneously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I have uh, a couple quarters left to finish. Um, this week is actually my first week back in school for the winter quarter and um, trying to load up on classes just because there's not uh, not too many LPGA events um, to play in through March. So trying to load up and um, make spring quarter a little a little easier. So I only have a couple classes to take next quarter and, um, you know, graduating in, in June, which is super exciting. Um, I've, I've been really lucky to be a part of you know, the Stanford team and just being here. So I'm um, really looking forward to that. Nice. So speaking directly to your classes, what are you studying? Yeah, so every time someone asks me what my major is, I always have to do a little explanation. Um, <laughs> but I major in science, technology, and society uh, with a focus on communication and media. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically I focus on, you know, calm and then I take uh, some technical and humanities courses here and there, uh, and I've, I really enjoyed it a lot. I kind of get to explore, you know, all these types of classes, but also focus on communications at the same time. Um, so it's been really fun. I've gone to take, like, computer science, which is definitely not my forte, um, <laughs> and some others that I've, you know, really enjoyed. So, um, 
uh, it's it's been fun. I'm excited to you know graduate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think it's funny because um, I you don't hear of a lot of athletes that will focus on communications and media, mm-hmm. and yet I think it's like one of the most valuable things you can do because. Um, as a journalism major, I w- took a lot of communications classes and it like it's really going to help you when you're doing things like what we're doing right now, which is mm-hmm. talking, you know, talking about yourself and yeah. how you portray yourself, because eventually, even as an athlete, like you're going to be a brand and you're going to be representing not yeah. only yourself, but whatever other sponsors you have like us. So I think that's pretty cool that you chose to focus on that. It's also something that has like a lot of different avenues that you could branch off into. It, mm-hmm. it isn't just one set path. Totally. So with that, if you wouldn't have gone into the LPGA, what do you think you would have done? Honestly, I'm not really sure, but... Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> We're all figuring it out. Sports, all types of sports, not just golf. Um, so maybe something in, like, the sporting world. But, um, but yeah, I just think, you know, communications and media is pretty relevant and important, especially in kind of today's society where technology plays such a huge role in pretty much everything we do nowadays. So um, I think it's... I think it was a good choice um, just to focus on that. And I think it'll definitely help me in my career. Um, Like you said, you know, representing myself and Mm -hmm. my sponsors and kind of doing interviews like these as well. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with uh, the major that I chose. It's It's been great. So you've you've learned, obviously, you've learned a lot when it comes to your classes and what you're studying and and communication. However, there's more to college than just that. There's also like the whole college experience, the social experience, the friends you meet. Um, What have you learned with your experience in college overall? And how do you how are you applying that to your life? Yeah, I mean, college has probably been, you know, the best four years of my life or (laughs) almost four years in my case. Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of people say coming out of college and you don't quite grasp what it's like to feel that way once you've kind of been through it. But um, I think just meeting all the different kinds of people um, at Stanford so far and being a part of a team um, has really you know, been eye-opening. And you know, Golf is such an individual sport and at Stanford I've really learned to be a part of a team and kind of embrace the team culture and um, they've been kind of like my second family these past few years. So I think that experience has been, you know, really invaluable and priceless. And I'm really grateful that I've been able to have that experience with them. And just, I guess, academically immersing myself with, in my opinion, like some of the smartest kids in the world. Yeah, um, totally. Pretty cool. And a little intimidating. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm good at what I do, but they're also amazing, too. So yeah. it's been really cool to see just the types of people that I've been able to meet here for sure. Well, and as a golfer, you're in pretty good company there. You've mm-hmm. got some fellow Callaway <laughs> staffers, Maverick McNeely and Michelle. We both went to Stanford and, you know, Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. No big deal. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there anything that scares you about turning pro or are you just more excited to get there? I'm, I think I'm mostly just super excited to get out there um, finally just pursue my dream of becoming a professional golfer. Um, obviously, there are some you know aspects that can be kind of nerve-wracking and a little scary, just kind of traveling alone. And um, obviously, these are the best players in the world, and everyone wants to beat each other week in and week out. And it's, it's definitely cutthroat, but at the same time, I'm... You know, really excited to just learn from the best and be out there and 
you know, cultivating my own my own game and learning what it's like to have a professional lifestyle like that. So I think it's a combination of a little bit of nerves and but mostly just excitement and just stoked to be out there and um, competing. So Yeah, and hopefully make some new friends yeah. and a new community too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um okay, so that's all really great and I think that a lot of people actually um they they all do want to know what's in our tour players bag. So let's get a little bit into mm-hmm. that. Um you were by the time that this podcast comes out, we will have new equipment on the market, which is super exciting. Um so you were just mm-hmm. at headquarters to test our new driver. Um let's go a little bit like through your bag. What does it look like now and what did you see when you were testing the new Maverick driver while you were here? Yeah, so right now I'm using the Epic Flash Driver, the Rogue Freewood, um, Epic Hybrids, the Apex Irons, um, the Jaws Wedges, the new line that just came out too, and yep. then the Toulon Palm Beach Putter. And yeah, I had a really great time um, at the driver fitting, testing out the Maverick. It's you know a really great driver. The feel off the face is definitely a little different from what I'm used to. I think it was yeah. a a little softer, a little duller sound than what the Epic Flash um, is like. That um, was going to mm-hmm. be my next so question, yeah. was the sound. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the thing that we've gotten a lot of feedback on from people. I personally mm-hmm. really love the sound, mm-hmm. but how you said you feel like it's a lot softer. Yeah, it, it is softer. I don't have like a particular preference as long as the ball goes where I want to. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm pretty, uh, I'm a pretty simple player. I, you know, when I'm testing clouds, mm-hmm. either I kind of like it or I don't, I'm, I don't try to get into like the nitty gritty, you know, technical aspects of, you know, every club I test out. But, um, uh, I mean, definitely some numbers are important, but mm-hmm. so- I like the Maverick. I think it's going to be a little it's going to take some getting used to, but I think it's a really great club and we'll definitely put it in play in the future for sure. Mm-hmm. So out of everything that you did test in our new line, what was your favorite and how do you think it, it's going to improve your game? Uh, testing the new line as in... Uh, and all so of our new products, like... Uh, just all of the, yeah, all the products? Any, anything any, you want to... Anything within the last year, let's yeah, say, since you haven't... Yeah. <laughs> anything you want to uh, pick from, yeah, for okay. sure. Got it. Well, I think my favorite out of my entire bag is the irons, um, the Apex irons. I mean, the flight just—I mean, it's—they're really great. They feel amazing off the face, and um, the trajectory is—you know—what I would like to see when it comes to my iron play. And um, but I would definitely say that approach shots are uh, one of my strengths on the golf course. So that's—it's really important um, for me when I decide like which irons I like to play, just um, how it looks on the range and that it transitions onto the golf course, too. So um, I really love the Apex. Um, they're probably my favorite, definitely. Nice. Yeah. Um, what do you, I mean, so the other thing that we get a lot of questions about is, like, a lot of instruction. That's, like, one of the number one things that people are looking for. So when you're practicing and when you're thinking of things, like, to really hone in on for your game, you said a lot of, like, approach shots or whatnot. Can you give our listeners, like, a tip of something that they can practice that'll help them be more consistent? Yeah, I think just going back to the basics and not trying to think too much, um, especially over the ball. Um, I mean, I try... 
I mean, I work on everything that I need to on the range, but on the golf course, it should be, you know, completely different. You shouldn't think about, you know, what, um, like the technique or anything because it kind of just messes up with, like, your game and you kind of just think about it too much and obviously too many thoughts on the golf course, in my opinion, is not the best. So I think... If you think you um, stink, that's mm-hmm. what they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I'm kind of just a single player, like I get the number, grab the club, and just hit the ball. Um, so I think, you know, just working on your swing for approach shots, I guess, on the range and just keeping it simple on the course is mm-hmm. probably the best advice I could give. Um, the one thing we didn't really touch on was your golf ball. Um, we, we have a new golf ball coming out, too. Have you um, – what golf ball are you in now? Uh, the Chrome Soft, I just, I think it's the mid, the mid spin okay. one that just came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact. That's okay. You don't um, have to know. I just was wondering, yeah. like Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X. Yeah, uh, I think it's the Chrome Soft X. Have you tried um, Triple Track? How do you feel about it? The Triple Track, I did. I personally like the Chrome Soft a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a little softer, but um, not you know not too soft. And um, I I've just been testing it out kind of on the course and um, around the greens, and I really like what it's doing. It checks pretty nicely, especially with the you know the new jaws wedges that I just got, and mm. um, I really like how it feels off the face, um, or just around the greens and on the putting green too. So um, it's been it's been good so far. Cool, nice. Um, well, now that we've now that we've gotten that out of the way, <laughs> just kidding. Um, super important, <laughs> considering we're an equipment company. Um, so, what does twenty twenty look like for you? Obviously, you said you're graduating in June, um, and your like tour schedule is not really going to pick up till the spring. Like, mm-hmm. what about that tail end of the year? Um, wait, are you talking about after this? Yeah, like maybe after you like, graduate, like what, or maybe that like mid chunk of the year, yeah. you know, April through September. Right. Um, so I, I know that the season definitely ramps up during that time, and obviously I'll still be in school, um, so I'm still trying to figure that out uh, with my professors. But um, uh, definitely really excited to you know have a almost full schedule ahead of me, and um, right now just kind of looking to February, which is when I have my first couple um, starts in Australia, which I'm really excited for. Um, And just, I guess I just have to have a good balance of, you know, my academic life and my professional life, um, especially in the spring when it ramps up for sure. Um, But I'm just going to be super excited after I graduate, so I don't have to worry about work anymore. (laughs) Um, So that'll be nice. Um, but yeah, I obviously haven't really looked that far. Yeah, I'm kind of just focusing on right now and what's coming up within the next couple of months. So focusing directly on your golf game, where is your game at now and what are you focusing on? How do you, what are your goals? Well, I'm kind of, just, you know, just, I just got off some break. So I'm a little <laughs> rusty. So right now I'm kind of working on everything. It's kind of a revamp. But yeah. um uh, just doing a lot of short game work. I think short game is really the most important part of the game. I mm-hmm. think um, it, re- it really matters around the green. So just focusing on putting and chipping and 
you know, getting used to the ball and the um, the wedges, I think it's uh, pretty important, too, for me. Um, and, you know, just getting in as many rounds as I possibly can before the season starts. Um, I think, you know, playing on the course is really important, especially getting ready for tournaments just to, you know, kind of visualize on the course and so that can transfer over to tournaments. So um focusing on a lot of things right now. Yeah. <laughs> <Kinda> everywhere. <laughs> Big multitasker mm-hmm. over here. Um, yeah. Well, we're really excited to watch you and to get to know you. Um, hopefully we'll see you next time you're either in town to come to the office or swinging by uh, maybe for Kia. Um, can people follow you on social or do you have um, open accounts? I do. Yeah, I have uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, my handle is Andrea underscore Lee 54. Um, nice. 54 for 18 under par, which is a high goal. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's um, awesome. Yeah, so I have that. Um, but thank you so much for having me. Yeah, um, thank you so much for stopping so by. Be sure to follow mm-hmm. Andrea on social. And um, yeah, good luck this season. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Andrea. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you. our chat with Andrea Lee. Really excited to have her on board. Hopefully we'll get a few more LPGA staffers um, in the podcast network. Um, Maybe in the chair, maybe on the phone. We'll see. I'm really excited about this year. We're also really excited about the new Odyssey triple track putters, which Mm -hmm. launched last week and are in stores. Make sure you pair that triple track putter with our triple track golf balls for perfect alignment and it will make you a perfect putter (laughs) we hope (laughs) (laughs) um you can find out about the putters on odysseygolf.com find out about the golf ball on callawaygolf.com and you can find us on Mm callawaygolf.com as well but um we will be back next week with one of our new additions to the marketing team which we're really excited about um i won't tell you who she is yet but she loves outer space Mm. and she figures out a way to connect (laughs) it to golf so stay tuned and we'll see you next time on girls and golf (laughs) 